A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will provide for all peoples a feast of rich food and choice wines, <clears throat> juicy rich food and pure choice wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the veil that veils all peoples. The web that is woven over all nations, he will destroy death forever. The Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces. The reproach of his people he will remove from the whole earth, for the Lord has spoken. On that day it will be said, Behold our God, to whom we look to save us. This is the Lord for whom we looked. Let us rejoice and be glad that he has saved us. For the hand of the Lord will rest on this mountain. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In verdant pastures he gives me repose. Besides restful waters he leads me, he refreshes my soul. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. He guides me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil, for you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me courage. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Only goodness and kindness follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. I shall live in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. The Lord be with you and with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. At that time, Jesus walked by the Sea of Galilee, went up on the mountain, and sat down there. Great crowds came to him, having with them the lame, the blind, the deformed, the mute, and many others. They placed him at his feet, and he cured them. The crowds were amazed when they saw the mute speaking, the deformed made whole, the lame walking, and the blind able to see, and they glorified the God of Israel. Jesus summoned his disciples and said, My heart is moved with pity for the crowd, for they have been with me now for three days, and I have nothing to eat. I do not want to send them away hungry for fear that they may collapse on the way. The disciples said to him, Where could we ever get enough bread in this deserted place to satisfy such a crowd? Jesus said to them, How many loaves do you have? Seven, they replied, and a few fish. He ordered the crowd to sit down on the ground. Then he took the seven loaves and the fish, gave thanks, broke the loaves, and gave them to the disciples who in turn gave them to the crowds. They all ate and were satisfied. They picked up the fragments left over, seven baskets full. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise you, Lord Jesus Christ. Happy Feast of St. Nick. If hopefully you didn't forget to put out your shoes and get some candy this morning. When I asked, uh, gosh, I think it was on back on the Feast of All Saints, the Solemnity of All Saints, November 1st, we had a school mass because it was a holy day of obligation. And I asked the, the children, some of the children in my homily, who their favorite saint was. And I was kind of surprised a number of them said St. Nick. Now, actually, I shouldn't be surprised because, again, the the aura of St. Nick and how he's uh, identified also with Santa Claus. Uh, but, yeah, just the notion of getting gifts and candy and so forth. Uh, the children really love that. Uh, they, they're they attracted, and obviously they love Jesus too. They're attracted to Jesus. They're attracted to his saints. They give them gifts. This is what the saints do. They, they pray for us. This is the great gift, far better than whatever, a Snickers bar or a cigar that was left in my shoe. Just kidding. But this is what this is why we love God. One of the reasons, I mean, he's so gracious and generous. One of the gifts Isaiah says he's going to give us is that 
the veil that veils all peoples and the web that is woven all over all nations is going to be destroyed. What what does this mean? One of the things it means is you think of like all the violence we have today, uh, sectarian violence, especially in the Middle East, Israelis, Palestinians. Uh, gosh, think of the world wars over you know the last century. Um, the you know the Germans and the versus you know the Polish and the Russians and the French and the British. I mean the French and the British have been fighting forever, even though they're not fighting now. But these are divisions in nations, and there's a web over all the nations' eyes that that don't allow them to see each other as as one, as equal brothers and sisters in Christ. Yeah, you might speak a different language, have different customs and cultures. The your you know skin might look differently or whatever, but that doesn't mean you're unequal. Uh, but in our fallen nature, this is what we think. And so we try to conquer each other or, you know, try to exploit the other. This is the gift that God wants to give us. You know, and as white people here in Park Ridge, we're mostly white. Like we don't really appreciate this, this difficulty, but gosh, you talk to someone who's Hispanic or someone who's African-American. I mean, they feel that. Um, this is a, this is real. This is suffering. And this is one of the things that our God wants to come as Messiah and, and remove, destroy uh, this, this whatever, bigotry, persecution, inequality. That's one of the things that God and on this Feast of St. Nick, we can receive if we ask for it, if we, quote unquote, put our proverbial shoe out. That is, our hearts open to this. Amen.